Hello out there, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? This is After the Checks Are Signed. I'm DJ Garcia. I'm Deb Mortweet. Deb, here you are. How are you? Treasurer, deputy treasurer. It is Wednesday, August 19th. It's just... It's just a day after the checks were signed. One day, yeah. I, I had a lot to do down there yesterday, too, actually. I, believe it. I was there for a couple of hours. I had water stuff to do, uh, lots of transfers. It was a big day yesterday hey, for the well, town. Hey, DJ, I stayed at the select board meeting until 9.58. Oh. Uh, it was on Monday, the August 17th. Ah! was an exciting select board meeting. Yeah. I mean, you you stuck it out. I left at nine. I had somebody waiting for me. Uh, so I had to get out of there. But I, I was there for a good chunk of it. And I yep. saw a lot of what happened. Um, so that's why we typically come to this uh, day here to do our podcast after the checks are signed, because we are your uh, fiscal agents for the town of Wilton. And so we do the business for the town. Then we sit down and just kind of disseminate the information of what happened at the select board yep. meeting, what's happening in town. We are your eyes, ears, and mouth. Yes. And if you don't <laughs> like listening to us, just read our lips. <laughs> um, so we're going to go over a few things of what happened at the select board meeting on Monday. Um, and first, I'd like to thank you again for hosting us again at your lovely home. Yep. Uh, this has been the site for it uh, for a couple of the last few episodes ever since the COVID outbreak. And uh, so thank you for having us here. I bring all the gear and you bring the great location. Yep. Next time I expect baked goods, though, because, okay. you know, I, I I've like, got baklava in the fridge. Uh, I, I do like that. <laughs> and you home make it? Yeah. Awesome. So uh, Monday night, uh, it started out the meeting with a public hearing. Yep. And that public hearing was to receive some money from uh, AARP um, um, Economic Development, wrote a grant. Awesome. And received a grant for $19,000 for um, the next phase, well, for a little bit of the Riverwalk, which in theory um, will be back there behind Memorial Park. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a question about how it's involved in the TDS building yep. and I'm actually going to go to the econ- or the um, planning board meeting tonight just to ask some questions about that but um, well received um, grant yeah um, the super exciting select board received that money yeah and um, well well done by Jennifer and Jackie writing that grant and the rest and of the echo it. dev team yep yeah they all have been working hard and you know they've been making strides to bring something back to our little town. So I personally appreciate it, especially being a small business owner in town. And the Riverwalk, uh, that the the section of the Riverwalk that this money is going to be used for is actually pretty close to me. Uh, so I won't get too deep into it because I have my own opinions about uh, TDS and everything else going on there. But I'm excited to see, uh, you know, some development going yeah. in for our community. Um, Particularly some cleanup there on, yeah. on that that yeah. side of the bank. Um, exactly. I hope I hope that's what some of it is. So we're going to look forward to that, and apparently it's under a pretty strict timeline too. So by December or by Christmas, I guess we're going to see it out. this next section of the Riverwalk. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, I'll be probably one of the first people to walk yeah. it since I'm right next door. Yeah. Um, we so, will report back to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that was the first section of it. And then they, they switched right into the select board meeting after that. Uh, there was quite a big agenda to cover um, going down the line. The first thing that happened, and this is kind of the biggie, was that the auditors came in and finally delivered us our final audit for 2019. Yes. So even though it's already almost September of 2020... 
Yeah. We're now concluding 2019 business. So good, good on the town. Yeah. Um, I guess in years past that meeting with auditors has been hours and hours and they put kind of a timeline well, or a ac- deadline on ac- it. Well, actually, actually when we received, um, a bunch of, um, what's it, what's it called when, when we had that audit that came forward that had all those things that they hadn't really looked at and, and the deficiencies, the, de- the deficiencies, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm just, I'm not good at that kind of talk. That's ask, okay. ask me about diseases, <laughs> but, um, tell um, us about the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> no, please oh, don't. I'm on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that was something that I actually said, like, well, we're paying all this money. Why is somebody not coming down in a public meeting and discussing all this stuff? So, so us, I'm, I am just really excited that we have had that now and like we pay a lot of money, like our, our audit report, um, that, that was bid out at a lot more money than we paid before. Yeah. I mean, I believe we budgeted it for like a third of what we actually paid this year because there was a lot of broken parts and pieces. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure I recall it being almost almost three times as much as what we were supposed to pay. Yeah. Because the auditing company, we switch auditors. This was the company we use now, Plodzik and Sanderson is their name. We had used them prior to this. And then we switched companies for one year. We didn't like their service. And then we went back to these guys and you know they came back and said, hey, we'll do it. And like everything's the same. But then as we're digging in, hey, this is going to be a little bit more work than we thought. It was a great, I thought it was a very good presentation. Yeah. Um, um, it I was have the, the book right here. Just over an hour. So, um, and, and that's for me, um, I didn't have the book in front of me because like I'd rather talk about diseases, but, but I thought they explained everything and answered lots of questions. I mean, I've already actually read through a good chunk of this, at least the narrative section, the numbers stuff. It's like refer to page 19 in order to understand page 30. Please don't make me do that. I'm not going to, but, um, this is a very nice binder. I hope that our extra money we, we got charged didn't go to collating this, (laughs) but, um, you know, there's, it will be online. Yeah. They said last night that, um, they're going to get it into a digital form they're going to wait for that from the auditors and put it up online so make sure all of you guys check it out yeah there's a lot of interesting stuff in there i know um, harry daly will be yeah he'll be looking yeah. at that well, brian I, broderick probably not so much as the vice chair of the budget committee i would hope that uh harry digs into it so he that is he, not on the budget committee this year he will dig really? into it yeah no i didn't know that i know we could shame him no, we don't need to call anybody out. Um, <laughs> we appreciate his service up until now, and hopefully uh, he changes his mind for next year. Yeah, there you um, go. So, you know, the, the audit is out. Um, some of the things that they discussed um, while we were there is, you know, probably something that we can cover. Uh, one thing that came up that surpri- surprisingly or maybe not surprisingly, but the ambulance department yet again is, is under the limelight uh, when it comes to its fiscal abilities uh, it's collection rates and even worse, the write-off rates. So I guess, um, and I looked into this, this is something that the finance officer of the town has been working on, but in 2018, it's $100,000 that was written off in ambulance rides in 2018. Uh, so that's a lot of money. That's um, a lot of money. I mean, when you consider what the other towns give us to run the ambulance service yep. for them, to be a customer of the town... It's barely even that much, you know, and, 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 you know, just looking, I'm coming from a healthcare background and just so you know, some people, 
Um, their checks for insurance. We're not talking about the uninsured here for the most part, Mm -hmm. but we're talking about people who are paying for their own insurance, like DJ and I are. And um, if we have an ambulance, if we have to go out in the ambulance, um, our insurance company may be paying us directly. It may be paying the ambulance service directly. And so some of this $100,000 is, we, we know that there have been people that have received this checks mm. and have not paid the insurance company. In fact, someone the other night said that they had taken an ambulance ride and they, um, a couple times, and they hadn't received any any. Bill, not the billing for that, but they have not received payment. So, oh, yeah, payment. I remember so, that. Mm-hmm. So they actually went to their insurance company. And so, like, not everybody's going to be doing that. Yeah. And and we need to, it, we need to do this better or yeah. we need to not be providing ambulance services, go, having it go out somewhere else. I'm just saying, we're not in the money. We're not in the business. We're not a hospital. We're no, we cannot underwrite this. Our town yeah. cannot underwrite this. So I know that that's a huge statement, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But um, and some of the other towns that are customers of us have even been pointing the finger at us, yeah. saying, "Hey, you guys aren't that great at running this." Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to single anybody out. I just think that I know for a fact that we hire a billing company and a collection company to do this. Uh, do do the billing and collecting for the ambulance service, and maybe it's time to look at another company. I know that last select board meeting, which we actually didn't record a podcast after, but the previous one, so this would have been August 3rd, probably, I guess, in the dark there, but um, there was another company who came and presented. 27th, uh, uh, J- July 27th. July 27th. Yep. They, they, another collection agency yep. or billing agency had come and, presented to the board. I guess they're based in Peterborough. They're uh, familiar with the local um, municipalities and the needs of small communities like ours. So, um, and they had some things to say about uh, collections mm-hmm. and write-offs and, and whatnot. So, but this goes back to, you know, the, the purse string comment, which was made a couple of times at last night's or Monday, this past Monday's select board meeting is that the select board is the purse string holders. And this is on them. You know, they, they really need to dig into this because yeah. the ambulance department has been a hot. I mean, I think we this is our ninth episode now, and yeah. I think almost every single one we've brought up the ambulance department. And, and and I have been to that ambulance building, and it is it it's great. It is you know I I know some of them, and I am not I am not putting down no our, our ambulance service heroes. Um, but exactly. But um, um, I'm, and I'm not saying they need to do something better, mm. but we need to. Well, they're in the them. job, and I know I've said this before because I feel like I'm a broken record now, but they're in the business of saving lives. Yeah. They are there to, because they are called to service yeah. to save somebody's life. They're not, they don't need or want, no. nor do we want to have them waste their expertise. Right. On billing, on collecting, right. on you know picking somebody up and saying, "Oh, I right. see your arms broken. Do you have insurance?" You right. know, like that's not a discussion right. that's had. And the EMTs um, and and paramedics do not need to be involved in that. Right. This is on the the yeah. management side. Yeah, and and, and so that's what we're talking about. Wilton Ambulance Service. We are not 
putting you down. That you is guys not, know I love you. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I talk to them every time they come in. Yeah. Um, so either way. So that was the discussion that was brought up in the audit is that um, the collection rates for the ambulance department is pretty poor. Um, a couple of other things that were caught up or brought up were um, the, t- the treasurer. Actually, he, he was specifically mentioned in this. Uh, this is 2019 mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Uh, so this isn't this year. Um, I feel like I've cleaned up some of my stuff, but they specifically called me out on a couple of things in there. Uh, the only thing I can say directly to all of you listening is that uh, there's a lot to learn, and I'm going 55 and a 30, and there's a lot of flashing lights going across my eyes, and I'm getting better every day. It was um, just a little speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> we can get through this. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, specifically what it said about the treasury was that I uh, wasn't keeping a cash book, which I am right now. I can show you on my computer. Uh, besides that, uh, everything else is cleaned up, and I feel like I've been putting in a lot of time yeah. um, and, and, and really trying to drive for change and drive for a better future for yeah. the town and for our small government. And, and our little podcast here is being transparent about that. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. think that's one of our reasons. And I want people to get a chance to know me, you know, because yeah. I mean? a lot of people, you know, they, they may see me at my place of business and we have a, a conversation, yeah. but this is a little more personal. This is about, because I'm a taxpayer too. I mean, at this point now I own three pieces of property in Wilton and I pay quite a bit of taxes. I'm a water subscriber. I'm a sewer subscriber. Um, and, and so I have, I pay into the same systems that all of you are. And I hope that, you know, we see things similarly Yeah. and if not, then that's okay too. But, you know, I think that there is a common ground for all of us to be had. Um, and you know, that's why I do this. That's why I'm the treasurer of Wilton right now yeah. is because I feel like I can make a difference. Uh, a huge thing that I heard the other night is that we do not have our capital assets yeah. Listed. And Great. I just like, you, like you guys, like even our town hall. hall yeah. Beautiful, big clock. Is, is, thing, bell. should be listed as a capital mm-hmm. asset, it, as a historical asset, not yeah. just what it would be caught to cost to mm-hmm. if it falls down or it's, I, I don't think it's going to burn down. But, but so just all of those things in town, yeah. our police cruisers, cruisers our ambulance, mm-hmm. our, our fire trucks, all Plow of those trucks, things. All that. So, so just think about that as you look at, as you look at the things that our town owns and upkeeps, you know, yeah. I just think that's supposed really to be on the financial statement. And the auditors basically said they're not really on there. Uh, there's no cost replacement associated, yeah. You know, it's like anybody who's listening who owns a business or, or depreciates anything. Sure. You know, when you have a truck for your yeah. company, it depreciates by yeah. a few grand every year. This farmer, is the same I mean, thing. old farmer's wife. Exactly. It's like, yeah, you, you yeah. look forward to de- yep. depreciated costs. Exactly. So, and we're at the point now where, you know, this the, the town hall was built in 1886. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, I mean, it's over a hundred years old. Yeah. I mean, 150, you know? So, I mean, how do we, how do we put a value on that? And uh, that's that what was, the auditors were asking. That was very interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's going to be quite the thought project for yeah. everybody involved is yeah. how do you put a value on a 140 yeah. year old building? It's you know? exciting. <laughs> I, can, I can find some yeah. excitement. In Cars that and stuff are easy. You know, yeah. you buy it for 50 grand, it loses 5,000 yeah. a year. It's replaced it, in it, 10 years. When you walk out, when you drive it out, drive it out of the dealership. Okay. We got to go on. Yeah. So, um, the auditors came in, they, they gave us the booklet, check it out on the website, uh, wiltonnh.gov. Uh, it should be up there. I would imagine by weekend. 
So uh, you should be able to look through it there. Um, and then if you want to see the presentation by the auditor, we're going to start directing you guys more regularly to the live stream because yep. it's it's stored on the website. So you can go up there and see the select board meeting from last night. Or if you want to see the presentation from the billers. It was two nights ago. He forgets. I do that all the time. He does that all the time. Or if you want to see the presentation from the other ambulance billing company that I referenced, that yep. would be on the 27th yep. um, re recording. Uh, and then another thing that you'll find on there is the the special special meeting, emergency select emergency board select board meeting that happened uh, last Wednesday, August fifth, August fifth, uh, which was called by the uh, town clerk tax collector, um, in which there there's so backing up a little bit because of the coronavirus situation in the world, uh, the town of Wilton the the select board has elected to request ten uh, percent cut or pullback from every department in town. So that goes from the select board office to the ambulance department to the highway department, uh, even the cemetery department, everybody, Library, yeah. everybody, right? And so they gave some numbers last night, Deb. You have them written closer to you there. Well, it wasn't last night. It was two nights Gosh. ago, but I did. Um, um, our emergency management director, um, and you can, you can, you can look at what this presentation, because it was actually something that um, I, in a Facebook post, um, actually on July 27th, I went up in public comments and asked for the select board office um, numbers on where they were cutting back. And mm -hmm. Matt, Matt brought this forward, and I was very, I thanked him for that. Um, so emergency management, but but you can you can listen to this yourself. If you go to the part of the select board meeting the other night where Jane comes up to the table and then you'll see some of this. But um, so this is going back to the August 5th meeting, which was an, an emergency, emergency meeting, meeting. 30 minutes long. 30 minutes yep. long. And it was it was quite exciting. So one of the one of the cuts that was made was in the staffing of the town clerk. Uh, office. So their assistant clerk, uh, who does a lot of the uh, registrations of vehicles and whatnot, the select board actually elected to eliminate her position or that individual position. And in doing that, it kind of created a, a overworked, uh, overburdened situation for that office because mm -hmm. they're used to relying on a third person, mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden that person's gone. Plus, you have the coronavirus situation mm -hmm. happening, and they're you know not seeing people at the counter; they're seeing them outside, and there's more phone calls to handle and emails and all that stuff. Twelve percent of our town revenue comes yeah. from that office. Yeah, and and a lot of that is actually handled by the assistant clerk. Um, so you know the select board elected to eliminate that position in order to have this cost savings that was requested amongst, you know, broadly 10% by everybody. And that caused the tax collector and town clerk to request a special meeting asking for that time back. And that meeting ended abruptly on Wednesday. I actually wasn't able to go, and truthfully, I haven't even watched it yet. When I looked online, it wasn't there, but you said it was. It it was, and and so there was there was nothing that was concluded at that meeting. Yeah. So then it got continued uh, in Monday's meeting this week, and so at that time, that's when Matt was able to give you direct answers yep. to some of the questions you asked, and now yep. we're back to 
to where we are. So the yeah. emergency director was 10%. Yeah. Um, what else you got there? Gravel, um, our DPW cut their budget by 50%, mm. which, which. That's it, tough. Um, library, 10%. Police department was $35,000. Fire department, $11,000. Ambulance, $19,000. Um, and you got to realize this is difficult because at this last budget season, I think Harry can probably attest to this, that yeah. they were asked to really come bare bones because, yep. you know, we're, we're looking, our little town is looking at tax increase after tax increase. Yep. And so where our budget committee and our select board is requesting to keep budgets minimum. So, and, so in that, but the, the one that I asked about was the select board office mm. and the select board office actually did not fill a full-time position that they, they had budgeted. They kept for. it at part-time. So, yep. which was a savings of $24,000. Yep. So, um, while it may not be all the way to the 10% that was requested, there was still an effort made. And this is all in anticipation of the financial impact to the town from coronavirus. So, you know, how this might translate to you is that, you know, maybe we don't need to do the road work this year because less of us are going out because we're staying home. And that's how we can justify these, these cuts in a sense, not, not we, you and I, but we, the town. So, you know, with that being said, um, it, it was difficult for the tax collector's office to, you know, come to grips with how to function without that third person in the office. So the select board actually, you know, compromised and said, instead of cutting that person's hours out completely, we're going to request that it's 25 hours. And so that, for whatever reason, is not fitting the scheduling conflict. And that's how that it continued over into this past Monday's meeting. Um, and so we urge all of you to, to watch it. We're going to tread lightly because yep. I mean, you'll see what you see when you watch it, but I mean, it, you know, it's, it's ongoing, um, because it's difficult. I mean, it's, it's hard. Imagine if you had to cut your pay right now by 10% or what if you're unemployed right now, you know, and you've been living off of unemployed benefits and, and federal money that's been given to you to yeah. help you survive. And now we got to cut that again by 10%. It's difficult. Yeah. So not an easy situation. Um, but you know, definitely check it out on there, uh, on the WiltonNH.gov. Uh, some of the other things that happened in the meeting, uh, was you got up during public comment and talked about, uh, Paul Kennedy's Paul, death, Paul you know? Kennedy. And Paul Kennedy is an institution around town. And, and it was just, when I came to Wilton and started getting involved in things, he was, he was one there. of he was one of the first people at yep. these things. And you know, I I didn't quite understand what was going on, but but everyone, oh, this is Paul, you know. Yeah. And so and we all had a moment. He was actually on the old home days, which was happening one year ago today. Oh wow! He was on our old home days committee, and um, you guys, he. He was loved by Wilton, will be greatly missed by Wilton, and um, Wilton, find more people to care for like you did Paul Kennedy. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I'll always remember is he used to live right across the street from my business, and he would call in and individually say, want to say hello to everybody who was at work. (laughs) So that's the one thing I'll always remember about Paul Kennedy. Um, He's a great guy, so he'll be missed. Uh, that was one thing that you brought up uh, during public comments, so everybody got a chance to see that. Um, what else do we have written down over there? You, you talked about that, that, 
Oh, wow. We're, we're already through our whole list. This is like unprecedented. And oh, this man. Is... You know what that means? That means I'm going to talk about gravel and you're going to talk about the Democratic National Convention. So, <laughs> <All right. laughs> so something I've gotten myself into is um, Wilton is developing a gravel maintenance policy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shannon Coffey, who is new to town, and Bart Hunter... And Steve and Brian Adams at from our DPW were on this committee, and we're, we've had two site walks. Those of you that know me, how many <laughs> times do I say site walk? If I can say site walk three times at a select board meeting, yeah. I have to do it. <laughs> we've actually been on two site walks. And yeah. so this, this budget um, for the DPW that has been cut back, that's interesting, and I when we develop our plan, because honestly, we need to be doing something to our gravel roads. We have 12 miles of gravel roads in our town, um, all of it maintained by our DPW four seasons out of the year. And um, there needs to be gravel going down on those every year. So we, so going forward, you know, we're going to have this policy. You're going to be able to understand definitions of more things than you wanted to know. I learned in the last five years what ledge was. Ledge, the definition of ledge, and it will be in the policy, is... And in the quiz. Yeah. (laughs) Material that does not move. So Got it. (laughs) So you have to blow it up is what you mean. Dynamite or drills or something like that. Yeah, or leave it. Or leave it. So so going forward, um, we meet on Fridays. and it's really kind of exciting. I know that sounds crazy, but um, I'm there as a representative from the Heritage Commission. So, yeah. so looking at the the historical significance of these things, but mm. it's also very interesting because I lived a lot of my life on a gravel road, which you don't know that about me. But huh? Um, so that this just brought up two things. Number one, where you used to live, I guess they had a really bad storm oh, there. Yeah. So lots and hopefully lots of everybody in, is yeah. okay. That lots of damage in Iowa. Yeah, millions and millions of farm mm. lands are land is is it's really sad laid flat. But but so our our thoughts are with the state of yeah. Iowa and all your friends over there. And then the second thing was that uh, also the committee for the utilization of the reservoir um had their first foray in front of the select board where the site walk yes they did a site walk and that's why i <laughs> thought about this is because i couldn't believe that they were there last night talking about the site walk that they did two nights ago on monday <laughs> and uh you know so so that committee is actively working on some kind of management and usage plan for the reservoir so for those of you who like to swim there or haven't gone yet uh, it's on Sand Hill Road, uh, and you should go check it out. Just please make sure you're paying attention to the parking signs and whatever you bring in there, please bring out, including your bathing suit. Don't leave that behind, but any trash, bottles, anything like that. Like, um, come on. Yeah, no, really. So um, we're hoping to see some good work by that committee to improve our natural resource over there and hopefully get better use out of it. Uh, and then the other item that you brought up is the democratic 
national convention that's going on right now. So I guess it's four or five nights of it. So I tuned in last night because I had nothing better to do. The Celtics weren't playing. They played today. Um, so, you know, I decided I'll check it out, um, you know, because I like to hear um, everybody's sides and opinions. It was interesting, though. I don't know if you've ever watched one before, but um, they, they usually get into a convention hall and they dress up and they act all crazy and they give out their nominations, but they did it virtually because of the coronavirus. So every state was kind of like standing um, with the backdrop being like a unique mm-hmm. site from their uh-huh. state. So I thought that was cool. It was actually entertaining. It was more entertaining than the than the in-person convention hall thing where I'm just like, they're why just are these people acting so yeah. wacky? <laughs> but now it's like they're acting wacky and they're in their own state, you yeah. know? So they like yeah. one person was like drinking a coffee from a place. Um, so one thing that stood out to me though, and this is why I put this down in here is that, um, so... There's a lot of discussion right now about mail-in ballots. And when Utah gave out their delegates for the nomination, they said that in 2016, 80% turnout from voting because they send everybody a mail-in ballot. So I don't know if that means that a lot of people are voting a lot of times or if that means that it works. Um, But (laughs) to me, when you look at what Wilton gets for response from voting, we get about 500 people on a great year. Um, and that is like 1.1% of our population. So to go from that to 80%, I mean, hey, maybe there's something there. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, beyond that, I'm sure a lot of you know Joe Biden got the nomination, um, and he has selected his vice presidential candidate, uh, Kamala Harris, and uh, they are going to be looking to get your vote. Um, I make no claim as to who or what or when I'm going to vote for uh, but I hope that, you know, they have a good showing and they add to the process because that's really what it's all about. Um, besides that, there were some speeches, um, you know, nothing else too exciting to report about it. So that was that. So I think it's happening again tonight. I think Joe Biden is going to say something tonight. Um, so check it out if you want to. Um, it's always good to hear you know, everybody's perspective, I yep. guess, would be the best way that I could put it, uh, regardless of what my my opinion is. Yep. It's Sep- good. September to- 8th is the primary here. September 8th. And November 3rd Coming is quick. when is, yep. It's yep. like less than 80 days. Yeah. And so with that discussion I, about... November the- is less than 80 days. Sorry. Right. September and with that discussion about that. the town clerk, if you can help... Obviously, they're going to need it because the voting is in an alternate location this year. We'll keep hammering that one home, too, that it's going to be at Frez. Yep. So, um, you know, be prepared for that on November 3rd and probably in September, too. Or mail in your ballot. Or mail it in. Just, you know, make sure it's yours that you mail in. Yeah. So with that being said, I think that that... Uh, takes care of everything that we came out to talk and we really appreciate. So Deb has been getting a lot of feedback yeah. from a lot of you. Shout out uh, to Sean. Shout, shout out to out. Brian. Yes. Um, so Melinda Royds in Kansas City. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I personally really appreciate everybody listening. I have so much fun with this. This has always been something I've wanted to do. And just so you know, I, I bug them every week. Like, when are you going to do this? When are you going to do this? Yeah. So. And, and I'm partially the reason why we haven't been. Uh, so well, that and the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so, but we're going to get back into the swing of this now and yep. start doing it because life's about to go back to normal. My son's going back to school Woo! in two weeks or three weeks. So once that happens, my schedule might get back to normal. Hopefully okay. they can stay there. Good. Um, and, you know, we're going to do that. So the only thing we always say too uh, is this 
cost you as taxpayers no money. No taxpayer dollars were used in the production of we this. We sign the checks. Yes. But we don't use your money. No. Definitely not. <laughs> other than other than the stipend that you pay us. Oh yeah. I already gave mine away. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, if you have any questions or anything, okay. you know where to find us. Okay. And thank you, Deb. Take we'll care. talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.